1: If you haven't heard, it's a good idea to fit probiotics into your daily routine. Fortunately, Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls make that so easy. These adorable little pearls couldn't be easier to take, and they support both digestive and vaginal health, all because of the probiotics. There are actually one billion active cultures protecting against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort, all in one tiny little pearl. To learn more about Nature's Way Women's Probiotic Pearls and how they can fit into your routine, visit naturesway.com.
2: And then, though, do It's the Good Morning Football Podcast. My name is Kay Adams. Hi, Peter Schraker.
3: Hi, Kay Adams. How are
4: you?
2: I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Awesome. Kyle, how are you feeling about the Falcons and Pats?
4: We're keeping it on fleek. All day on fleek. That's not no, I feel good. I feel good that we found All day on fleek. All day, all day, all day-er day. All day,
2: all day, all day. Kyle, can't, you're, you're 38 now. Fleek. Isn't that crazy? Can't happen.
4: No, I just there's a cutoff on there. Like yeah. you can't you can't wear a beer can helmet, you can't do a beer funnel, and you can't talk about on fleek when you're 38. What
2: else can't you do when you're 38?
4: Um hmm that's a good question for Twitter. Um, no, I, the beer can and helmet, I, I remember I used to do beer funnel all the time, too, when you I was a college. can't do
3: a funnel? I, I think funnel's ageless.
4: I don't know about that. T- if, if someone some-
3: showed up and you're at a, a, back, like a backyard go on and brought a funnel and said, hey, you want to funnel, one beer? You'd be like, I can't. I'm 38.
4: I would go do it, but I would feel
3: like It goes against
2: years A-hole. of tailgating with your parents at college, <laughs> and you see all of those like right. salt and pepper, wonderful men in their golf shirts just taking it down.
4: You're right. I'll probably still do it. Yeah, yeah. i put some Everclear in it. Hi, Dave.
5: <laughs> What's up, Kay? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Can't All right. complain. Here's the deal. What's up?
2: You were talking into microphones right now. Like we're about to record a song. You, in fact, recorded oh. a song this past weekend.
5: I did. Um, I went to L.A. I took a flight right after the show, and I linked up with Mike Studd, who was a recording artist. He actually was a Duke baseball player. All American, and then went into music after he left college.
2: Diehard New England fan.
5: Yeah, diehard New England fan. He linked up with uh, Marcus Stroman, who is the pitcher for the Blue Jays, and they got this track called Shine, and they wanted me on the remix. And, so and I did went you spit recording. bars
2: about Peter Schrager, Kyle Brant, K. Adams?
5: Uh, that's going to be on the next hit single. Oh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. So Is a country
4: song, Nate? What kind of music are we talking
5: about? It's, uh... Now? Is it going to be Kinda. It's rap. <laughs> okay, okay
4: rap. I like
2: it. We'll call that one Outshine
5: outside Oh, I like okay. that. I like that. I got Shine out. So cool, yeah. So you coming. Go soon. out
2: there.
3: You're in like a recording studio. I'm picturing like uh, you know Dr. Dre and you know
5: we we had, we had a, uh, a engineer in there. Really? We had Mike Stud in there, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Say that one again. Uh, double up again. How about we do some ad libs? First huh? time you've done Relax this or not? Nah, I've recorded in the studio before. So you know, it, it was something that I, I I enjoyed doing. I mean, you want me to give y'all a little sample of yeah, the talk, verse? Are you kidding uh, me? Let's okay, go. Okay, I mean, wait, wait, this is the wait, wait, podcast. This is exclusive. Is Mike
3: Stud okay
5: with this legally? No, you know. Do you do this a you need to beat like how does nah, it work no 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 i'll do it acapella you right, know what i'm saying so it's basically sh- the the ver- the song is called shine so okay. I'm, 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 my <laughs> verse comes in like this we're not here to play the game we're about to chalk it out first we silence the critics then give them something to talk about yeah it's been a long time coming this is a victory lap we spent a long time running On and off the field i've been closing out them deals man no need to copycats when i've been cloning dollar bills facts and we just getting started. Cheat coat. The game is fixed. We going to win regardless. See, y'all didn't want to listen when I told you I was ready. Now I'm flying in the jetty putting, putting truffles, truffles on spaghetti. spaghetti. Ooh! <laughs> so make your next move your best move. Who going to check us when we out here making chess moves? Exquisite things for kings and queens. Sleepwalking wide awake. These is dreams. You see the bright lights come with the highlights. And you know we going to ball when the time right. So that's it. It's a little something, man. Nate,
3: Nate. this is fantastic. I, my question, do you have the, the audio track first and you rap to it, or do you have those bars and then you adjust to the song?
5: No, so I, I heard the song, and I reached out to him, and I was like, you know, we talked about us doing a song together. This is the one. He said, yes, we would love to have you on a song. So from there, I listened to the beat over and over again, and I just recite in my head until I memorize the whole thing. So I don't really write things down. I just kind of recite it until I memorize. it. so many.
4: So many athletes want to be rappers. So many rappers want to be athletes. You're right. When the athletes
5: do it a lot of times, it doesn't go great.
4: And it, it goes out and it gets mocked and everyone makes it does. fun of it. You know, it does. We, I mean, Kobe was out there rapping. Kobe. Shaq. Shaq. Yeah. Ricky, Ricky Waters. Ricky Waters. <laughs> so when, when you do that, and you're going to put it out, and it's going to be open, I'm passes. open for it. i I'm, I'm, you making nervous? Man? Yeah,
5: yeah. I'm almost waiting for it. And there's things that I've done in the past playing around, and it's leaked out to the public. And the first thing fans do because the history of athletes rapping, yeah. they say, oh, it's terrible. I don't even want to listen. It's terrible. Uh, the one thing about me and rap is I didn't, like, wake up wanting to be a rapper. I just fell in love with hip-hop when I was very young, and I fell in love with poetry when I was in high school. So I've been writing poetry my, all my life. And it's a little bit of th- therapy, but it's also a way for me to kind of show my creative juices. I feel... Um, Like I'm doing something artistic when I'm writing poetry. Uh, It just so happens that for me, poetry and rap are the same thing. So I'm excited about the verse and and the song and and what happens when it comes out and how it will be received. But at the end of the day, I'm just trying to do whatever it is I can do to be creative because I, I have so many di- it's like you KB, you know, it's like you Pete like, if we put ourselves in a box then we just be doing one show well, that's right? the thing. but I- we all do so many different things because we love so many different that's
3: things. That's what I love, I mean we do five days of shows, I-, I flew out to LA also for a work thing and Nate says I'm going out to LA also, why? Because I'm going to go you know, record a single and then Gets in the studio that day, no, no, records yeah. it, and it's because it's a passion, right? Yeah, I mean, that's it's a passion. That's interesting. we I worked with KB,
5: who who's an actor, <laughs> yeah. right? And that's right. Did, did a little bit of everything, so I love that. You know, we all love football, but there's so many more levels to to what, best, we do. So what we did, couldn't do it if it was just football. Yeah.
3: yeah. So what did Mike Stud say? Like, was he happy with? Yeah, it? he was, was happy. Was he gonna say he was happy no matter what? Like, no, no,
5: because he mm-hmm. came out to New York with a group of people. And he was like, "Yo, what's up? You got the verse ready?" And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay." Before we start drinking, because we were downtown at Catch, and I was like, "This it's gonna be a long night." I was like, "Before you start drinking, you need to hear this verse, uh, so you can give me your honest opinion." And I started spitting. Halfway through, he's like, "You ain't gotta say no more. We're good. Just no let me know when you're on way. About so, the court." What a confidence. Yeah. You know. For and I, you know, I went in there humble. I'm like, "Look, I'm a football player. You know, I've rapped before, but let me know how you feel." He said, Nate, I've had a lot of rappers come in here. Try, a lot of act, a lot of athletes try to come in here Has and he do though? this rapping thing. And yeah, he, he's like. You got it. You're good.
3: Okay. So, my last question on this, because I'm fascinated by it, is it this sounds so okay? I know I'm the white guy in my 30s talking. Does it come out on an album? Is it going to be leaked his next on album on Twitter? Like, next where do things is, get launched now?
5: Yeah. His next album is going to drop this year. He had an album drop uh, about a year and a half, two years he's ago. He's on a label and everything. He's an independent artist. Okay. And he just got done with a reality show that was, I want to say, maybe on Bravo. Really big, toured all over the world. This is Mike Stud. Mike Stud has a crazy following. Like if you look at his Twitter following, cr- people love him. Girls love him. He's like you found him on Twitter. If I could describe him, how somebody he's like he's like a little bit more lyrical white Drake. So he got his, he has a melodic tone to him. He can like rap like spit bars. Is like, a white guy? White dude. Okay. And, uh, and and he's uber talented. So this remix is gonna come out. What I wanted to do is premiere it on our show what? once the Super Bowl ends. So you know how they do the highlight package of like all the, the best plays. clips. And I want to do that for either the Super Bowl or the season. When we do our season wrap up, look back in the season. Just three minutes of this song. It's called Shine. Shine. The song's applicable because it's all about just shining in the right. I want
3: Julio in the Tampa Bay on the tippy toes making that play. I want that with your song. Is there a
5: chorus or is it just is it Uh, verses? How does it it work? It's like put the bright lights on. I'll shine on them. Put them bright lights on. Put them bright lights on. This is my moment. Do it Ah. one time for the boy. So that's what it is. It's, it's, it's kind of like Shining.
4: You know what, Nate? I remember sometimes we talk about making the band when they did rap, You know, and yeah. it was Pete Diddy and Bad Boy, and they had them all in the house, and it was Chopper <laughs> yeah. and all those guys. Wow, K. just set something down really cool in front of me. It's really shiny. It might be a bottle full of adult spirits. <laughs> um, but no, just to finish the thought, I remember one time they went in the recording booth, and they were all doing and rapping and rhyming and stuff, and they... Diddy came in to listen to it and they're like, This is it, they're gonna listen to it. He's gonna be he's gonna give us a record deal. He's gonna be it. And then it was just them like rapping for like twenty minutes. And I remember Diddy's like, You gotta have a chorus. Without a chorus, you don't have a song, otherwise it's just a rap. Yeah. So you're saying Shine has a chorus. it has, it comes a, song, back it has a real
5: catchy chorus. So you guys are gonna like it, man. It's it's a really, really fun track and uh I think it's gonna it's gonna kinda it's gonna make its way as like the summer anthem. That's well, a, that's you're nice. going that way. <laughs> I like it. it. Yeah, so it's, it's fun. But so, there's there's one one small um, couple of lines in there that applies to like my life and what we do on the show, and I think how we all kind of look at things. Um, and I say, sleepwalking, wide awake, these is dreams, because like you know, I, I wake up every day. and It's early in the morning. Yeah, not everything we do is easy, because I I feel like we all got individual grinds, families, and different jobs, but like, we are sleepwalking wide awake. Like, we're living the dream. We got a show in Manhattan. We get paid well. We got roof over head, clothes on our back. And I enjoy working with you guys. So, like, we're living the dream. Like, some people have to go to sleep to dream. We wake up, and we have it every day.
2: Shine. Shine.
3: I love it. The, the best part about your story, and the song is going to be amazing and all that, is – you tell me and Kay while we're on set that oh yeah I also went to Vegas afterwards. So can you finish your weekend up for
5: us? So th- that was a long day. <laughs>
4: Imagine if you talk about a weekend and don't even include that you went to Vegas that yeah. weekend. <laughs> so that, that pretty
5: much that, that that pretty much says exactly what happened in Vegas. So I I went to bed around two three in the morning. I was up for having over 24 been up hours. since three a.m. Right. So in West Coast time yeah, so one a.m. Right. Plus. So twenty four plus. And I don't sleep in for some That's reason. Nuts. I didn't close the curtains, so I wake up early. I should have slept. I probably would have had more juice for Vegas. I leave to go to Vegas around 6 oh, o'clock. Was
3: yeah. it in the plans you are going to Vegas?
5: No, it was kind of last minute. <laughs> but one of the this guys guy? that came on the show, you guys remember him. His name was John. He had a friend with him. Is this Vanilla Gorilla? No, no, no. He's no, no, a no. different guy. All right. he had a, my a, boy. A, yeah, yeah, John, he's, uh, he's uh, one of my guys. He's like, Nate, let's go to Vegas. I'm like, cool. He books two tickets. Books the hotel. You are sitting at the Southwest Gate. Like and what am I like, doing? I am like, here? all right, I got you. How much do you need? He's like, Nate, come on, man, don't worry about it. Like, it's what good what was to was have watching. friends that <laughs> yeah, do yeah. big things. Don't worry about it. So then I get there and I am like, all right, cool. Let me go recharge my batteries. You land at batteries. McCarran Airport. I am hurting. Yeah, <laughs> limo comes, picks us up. Limo, we, like a like wow. a twenty four seater. So he's like, it's going down, and I got a whole different group of guys that are party animals that are celebrating a birthday. So I am like, all right, cool, it's perfect. My little brother is down there at a wedding by. I didn't even know, so I'm like, I'm gonna get everybody together. It's gonna be a crazy night. Then I'm gonna fly back to New York.
3: I'm having anxiety even thinking about
5: this. Listen, I get in I lay in the bed. I'm like, all right, it's eight o'clock. I'm gonna sleep for about an hour, shower, and then I'll be good to go around eleven. Lay down. This is Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. I lay down at nine, about eight forty-five p.m. I wake up. It's 11.40. Moment of truth. Yeah. Are yeah. Moment yeah. of truth. That shower's right there. And yeah. It's a ticket out. My chest is hurting. It yeah. felt like, you remember the Matrix when they pulled the plug out? That's how I feel like. When I he's I, in all that goo <laughs> and that pod. Yeah, I felt yeah, like man. I just pulled the plug out of me. My muscles like, of after do Did you not do
2: it? You stayed home?
5: So I'm looking. My guy comes knocking on the door. John, he's like, yo, what's up, bro? Are you Ready? Josh is calling me, yo, oh, what's up? No. It's going down. We're, we're headed
2: to the of club. Of course. Nobody's here.
5: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, <laughs> all right, all right. uh, give me a second, man. I just, I'm just waking up. I'm hopping in the shower. I pick out my clothes, hop in the shower, get dressed. I'm like, Nate, it's just over. lay down. You're dressed? Just, just lay down, Nate. Lay down. I got, I got my chains on. Watch. I'm feeling good. <laughs> John's like, I'll be downstairs gambling. Wake me up or right, come get me when you, when you come downstairs. I'm like, cool. I look at myself in the mirror. There's nothing better than that bed. I said, "There's nothing better than this bed." And here's <laughs> the thing. But you're
2: already dressed. I disagree I with your entire story. If I'm dressed, I've picked out what I'm wearing, but and I'm showered. I, okay, and my, my I'm
5: body right? went through. My the door. body was so fatigued. And here's the thing. This is M Night Shyamalan. Dressed. I, I <laughs> <laughs> cannot <laughs> believe the twist me, in this.
4: Yeah, me too. <laughs> I thought when you hit in the shower, it's over. You're out. Yeah.
5: Right.
2: You're done. But you're so committed. then
3: ends up with Lady Gaga in the club.
5: Unbelievable. So six eleven is my flight time. I changed it. Six a.m. You have to go
2: straight to the airport. But I
5: changed it to six a.m. for some reason reason oh, about 24 hours prior, because I thought to uh, myself, I need to wake up early. And I was going to get home at 2. I wanted to watch the game with my kids, with my wife. And I thought to myself, I could either stumble to the airport, hammered, hungover. Like with everyone else. Yep, with everyone else. Um, hurting on the plane, and then basically sleeping throughout the day and not watching these games. Or I can walk in a plane completely sober, show up real rested, have fun with my family, and enjoy Sunday football with the Brosons. And I decided to do a letter.
2: Mm. Well, you're making and, everybody that goes to Vegas feel bad. And, and look I bad.
5: was talking to Kyle and Kyle was like sounds like maturity. You're mature. And, and all grown up. And all grown up. And it, it was one of those moments. And I've been I've done this before, but I think this was more it was more about coming home Sunday the right way. And I wanted to come home, you know, with a clear mind and enjoy Sunday football. And on top of that, I had to be aware of the game so I can talk about them. With intelligence on when TV. you come
4: home on Sunday, you're on. It's not like you're when on. you're 23 and you yeah. go and you order the pizza and leave the door open so I the can't. pizza man can walk. I can't your shut house. my family out, I can't no, shut my family out. You gotta be on, yeah. I, I get that, man. Yep. You gotta show up in shape, yeah.
2: Hear that, Traeger? I know. <laughs> you gotta taking, show up in shape. We're notes. Okay.
3: <laughs> I'll give you really quickly my weekend after the show. I flew out to Los Angeles. Um, I was working an event for Fox called the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl. So you have your senior bowl, you have your east west shrine game bowl, then there's this other event which Nate found pretty interesting. All ex players were the coaches, and they're being contracted out by the NFLPA. So it's. we got? Seven of them. John Kitna. God bless. TJ Hushmanzada, Torrey Holt, Andre Reed, uh, Antonio Pierce, Jackie Slater. These were the coaching staffs, and these guys were the kids who weren't invited to the East West or the Senior Bowl. Cool. It's great. So my role, having no knowledge of these kids, we're talking about Tariq Cohen, the running back at an NC a or <laughs> the, you know Joel Klatt and Joe Davis called it, and they were like studying these players for weeks. They know them. Cool. They know all of them. They yeah. you know their hip swivel, their numbers, their measurements. <laughs> I, I don't know anything, but my job was to interview the people on the sideline. So that was very cool. I interviewed Andre Reed, interviewed Tory Holt, interviewed Marquette King, who was at the event because they discovered him from Fort Valley State. Well, oh, that's why he went. That's he played in he that went. game. He's an alumnus no, I know that. that he was discovered by scouts from playing in that game. wow! So it was pretty cool. Um, But similar, I took a red-eye home and walked in my door at 9 a.m. on Sunday and my wife, a saint, let me sleep for four hours. So I got 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. I'm waking up and I see Bradshaw and Howie Long and Strahan doing the pregame show and I'm good to go and I was ready. But... Your body, awesome. your body works in mysterious ways. It'll and talk to you. It'll talk to you. It'll I shut you down. I don't understand you guys
2: take these flights across the country. I, oh, no. When we go to Houston next week and we get there, I'm going to need... Bye, guys. Really? Because I'm need, going out. I'm, for right when we Tuesday get there? Tuesday night,
3: I will...
5: All right, let's do it. I will go out. We got to Why are it? you so
3: sure about that? Because, because the bird is out of the cage.
5: <laughs> I spread them wings, baby.
3: Because I need to live. I feel you. Because I'm in bed every single night of my life by 9 o'clock. right. Putting
4: truffles on spaghetti. Putting truffles on spaghetti <laughs> you know,
3: uh, on fleek. No, but in truth I'm a
4: peacock. Uh,
3: in truth, it's just I you love gotta let me fly. And we'll talk about it, okay, because you made a great point in the show earlier this week that like you can't be a rookie at Super Bowl. You can't go guns blazing Monday night when there's three people in town.
2: But then again, we're rookies together at Super Bowl, we so we are, can act
3: yeah. reckless. We're on a new team. You're right, exactly. I just I just find it a fun event when there's people like I don't get to see everyone of all course. the time and it's like the NFL world converges, so I don't want to waste a minute sitting at home, you know, reading a book.
4: Wow. We'll what about you? About I don't know if I'm going out or not. is my tenth Super Bowl that I've been to, and I never go out. We always stay in. So what's Jim it's Rome's rule? It's a Kyle, business that's trip. crazy. It's a business trip. We stay in. We get our work done. Well, we, we got to do. We got to do some of no, it Nate, together. Me, I'll let it go a little bit. Yeah. You know, I got a little bit. Yeah. Um,
2: listen, I left in the middle of this podcast. Guys, oh, yeah. listen, There's an app. Open this. There's an app where you can order alcohol online. Really? This they kid. Get it? Did this someone just kid deliver this? just delivered it on a bike. Didn't ask me for my ID. Didn't have like what? high school kids have it so easy these days. Oh all they, is that old? all that they have to do?
5: Well, you, I think you got to have some type of clarification, right? When you There's nothing.
2: Nothing. No. What do you mean? you got a credit is card. I guess the, that's all that you the, need. It's just like any website that says, are you 18-year-old? So yes, talking about it. She,
4: yeah. sent, she sent a very uh, shiny package down in front of me. It's my 38th birthday. It's, it looks like a bottle. I'm just hoping, if I shake it, I hope that it's like a really bright turquoise blue oh, bottle. That's, oh, I that's I what really I'm hoping. Oh, please. I'm so disappointed. Oh, Ginning is winning. That's right. Bombay Sapphire, my favorite distilled spirit. Kate, this is awesome. Are you
2: sure you don't want? You're not a Tangeray guy. No, I couldn't I, no. couldn't.
4: I respect the Tank Ten. Good. I respect all of them, but this is my girl I have right a tough here. Time. All I do is gin. This is my. This is my one. Enjoy. Oh, thank you.
2: Enjoy her. Ted Gin. Thank you. Ted Gin
4: down the sideline. Ted, Ted Jin, down. The, this is awesome, Kate. We love thank you, Kylie. Friday we afternoon, hope you, I will be tapping. We hope
2: with you us. had a nice day with us today. We did. Super birthday. nice. Yeah. I
4: had a cake. We had everything. It was fun. Should
2: we? Uh, Should, yeah, let's get into it. Have a story for us? You us? Yeah, no, let's get into it trigger are you ridiculously so excited about the Falcons proud. being this Your you're Falcons proud are you oh. are
5: you a proud father proud I'm not you a, not a squad?
0: fan
3: flight squad I'm not a fan <laughs> not of the Falcons fan. but I'm proud of the Falcons because um forget me in the equation because I went out on a limb early on in this thing and was like oh they're the team to watch and you know on Twitter I get a lot of hey thanks for being with I'm not a fan you can't be a fan because you're capital J or what I, no not because of the journalism I trusted my eyes when I saw them. And I, I've been around the league enough where I feel like, okay, this team is a little different than others. Like I was around the Broncos last year, late in the season. I'm like, oh, they, they'll, they've got something. And years ago, I remember when it was uh, the Cardinals went on that crazy run in the playoffs and got to the Super Bowl. I was like, all right, this team's got something Can a you define special. It? I don't know what it is. It's a certain confidence and an excitement amongst the players. So I was around them week 12, week 13, and week 16. And then again, divisional rounds. So I've done them a lot towards the end of the season. And to see them, on a national stage, two weeks in a row, like fulfill what I expect and not let me down, I'm proud. Not of myself, but of them, because I think they've been hearing, yeah, but, mm-hmm. for the entire season, and that franchise as a whole has been a real yeah, but franchise. And the key word that you've always heard is soft. Mm-hmm. Like, they're soft. The Falcons, they've always got, you know, an, Matt Ryan's the sweetest guy, yeah. and Dan yeah. Quinn's a nice guy. Finesse, I mean, who dude. doesn't Finesse?
2: love Matt Ryan? How can you not love Matt Ryan? Can
3: you love Matt Ryan, or are you just blah on Matt Ryan? That's vanilla
2: granola.
4: So vanilla. Are you seen that way? Right. I remember. No, he is. He is Matt Ryan. Is the guy who is just a super nice Boston College, says all the right things, no no controversy.
2: Like, you move in with him and, in his building, and you don't know him that well, but you still, and you don't know anybody in that city, nice you're guy. giving him the spare key. Yeah, what's up? You're Matt, right? Can he's you help me kick on this couch? Like, yeah, spare
4: key, no problem. You ask can him to help water, you move? Can you water yeah, my plants?
2: Right? Can you feed my cat? That He'll kind do of
4: all that stuff for you. And, and Brady's a killer, right? Like,
3: Brady, as much as he's, like, the suave guy, you know when it comes down to it, he's an assassin. Yeah. Ryan, to me, has got all the skills in the world. He just hasn't done it yet. And once he does it, I think we won't think of him as Mr. Nice Guy, Mr. All Shucks. Like, I,
2: maybe did, he can have it all, be a nice guy with a ring.
3: Maybe. And Kay, you said it last week. It was less than four months ago. We did an interview with Matt Ryan, and he was talking about what kind of yogurt he liked. You don't ask, you know, a lot of killers. You don't ask a lot of guys right. who are, you know, cutthroat competitors. And the answer
4: is probably vanilla. You know, know?
3: and, and oh, I like, you know, black cherry. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah, even think to ask. Right. It's, mm-hmm. like, embarrassing. But he's such a nice guy, and he's so engaging. Um, so long story short, the Falcons just just demoralized the Packers, and I felt like all week I was saying that on air, that they were going to light it up and light it up, and then for them well, to actually do But you still don't
2: see Ryan as an assassin, and you just took out the, like, the baddest guy, Russell
3: Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. and still because he's I, he's, Cause such, he's
2: a nice guy. He's such That's a nice it. guy.
4: I keep, I keep. Is it okay this. to have a
3: nice guy? Like Cam Newton That's was dabbing question. all over the place and right. taking selfies, and it was he was a cool guy. Cam Newton never comes off as you know Mister. You know uh, everyone can wrap their arms around him. Sure. Matt Ryan, I feel like if you're an average fan
4: walking down the street, you can have a 20 minute conversation with Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's as, as much as we talk about the quarterbacks, what I keep saying is I was shocked, and I don't get shocked by much. I was shocked with the Falcons defense, did Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that was if we all talked about it, at 43, 41, it, the, if we would have said the Packers go to halftime with zero. It's ridiculous. None of us would have said they'd have less than 18 I points. I was
2: drunk at halftime. Wasn't that at the score? ridiculous? And then,
4: I mean, that hit that I think it was Pool had on Aaron Rodgers. Oof. I said, "Get Brett Henley up! Like he is coming in the game. There's no way Rodgers gets
5: up from that hit. It was like a, a if UFC." R- hit. If
3: Rapkowski doesn't fumble on the one yard line, they're down 10 nothing early. Is this a totally different game though? That's what I think.
5: I think we're going nuts on it. It was 31 nothing. By the way, the game ended. I say no. Didn't matter. I don't yeah. think it was their day. It, it wasn't their day. You know, here, you, know you, you did something on the show. You talked about uh, Thomas Dimitrov, right, and him being the boss, but, you know, delegating and finding and outsourcing and getting other bosses. Such a great bosses. story, Schrager. I didn't know it, any it was, of that. It was fantastic because, you know, like I know you've seen, you know, owners, GMs, head coaches, they get in a position and then they say, okay, I'm getting all the money, I want all the praise, so I'm going to make all the decisions. And oftentimes they sink with that ship. Because they can't handle it. I mean, look at Chip Kelly more recently. You know, he 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 had to understand the hard way. No, I need to get people around me that know more than me. And be willing to get they and, might get more credit. And be willing to swallow my ego. Like you said, that was a word that you used. And then, you know, I go from the front office to the sideline. And look at Dan Quinn and what he was able to do in Seattle, having at that time the best defense in the NFL. Just back to back. Just a very dominating, a bully of a defense, game in and game out. And oftentimes when coaches fall from a certain tree and they go somewhere else, there's not an impact they have immediately. It takes so long or it never takes. And we reference the tree of all these coaches and where they came from, but we don't say that what they've done actually changed. Dan Quinn went to Atlanta and he's a defensive guy. He said, okay, I'm going to try to make this defense similar to what Seattle was. I don't know if he necessarily got to that point, but there's still a really good defense. Underrated, in my opinion. Underappreciated, in our words, on the show. But what he did more importantly is he said, I'm going to go with a guy on the offensive side of the ball that can help this little bit above average offense. And might get more praise than I ever get. And he has. Kyle Shanahan has came in and kind of stolen the thunder a little bit because, I mean, he's been talked about in all these head coaches vacancies. He gets talked talk more about than Quinn. He does. You're right. And – Dan Quinn said, I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. Listen, I know what I came here for, and that's to help this team become dominant. But I knew I needed an offense coordinator to come in and make calls. And I can appreciate that because he was brought in. And I think, same as Dmitrov, he said, You okay? I'm, I'm going to take a page out of your book. I'm going to bring in other people. I'm going to bring in other bosses. I'm bringing other minds, beautiful minds, and pay them, pay them well. And that will allow us to have success. So, uh, I, I love the Falcons, to and picky, I love what to they've done. To
3: piggyback off that, the guy who embodies that more than anybody is Mr. Julio Jones. He's completely fine with Sanu getting all the t- looks, or yeah. Gabriel. He's never complained about the ball. He, I mean, when he wants the ball, he wants the ball. But for a number one, alpha— It is the alpha, same thing.
2: It's the ego thing.
3: For an alpha like that guy, yeah. who might be the greatest in the league, to have 35 yards or less in four games, as Kay said today on the show, at was a mind-boggling thing, and you not hear him chirping about it and bitching about it and doing all of that— that shows you a guy who's not only competent and knows the, knows the game, but confident in his own security yeah. that, hey, I will get mine at some point. And committed and, to the long-term goal. And for the better he, point, we're going to win.
2: Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw. Didi uh, had a report on NFL Network last earlier this week at one of the night, show, night shows, I think Total Access, where she was talking about Antonio Brown on a play when D'Angelo Williams ran it in. He almost looked defeated and, like, oh, really? sulking. It's a pretty interesting story where he d- didn't get the ball and Big Ben had to go talk to him on the sideline. And it's like, as much as we love Antonio Brown, like, if maybe, you know, like, that's the kind of stuff you don't want to deal with is the numbers and the Absolutely. ego. Absolutely. And the brand awareness brand. and stuff like that. Hashtag brand. definitely not Julio Jones.
4: Remember when LeGarrette Blunt took the one-yard touchdown they cut to Brady in that game, and he was freaking out, like fist-pumping, so yes, 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 like he didn't run it in. But I didn't hear that Antonio Brown thing. That's interesting.
2: Yeah, I did. He had that to say. very out. interesting. I don't know. So you guys were talking about the Falcons. Nobody's talking about the Patriots. I think you no. guys are out of your minds. I
3: know. Our show is rare in that fact because I feel like now people are getting aboard the Falcons, and we've been driving the Falcons bus so now it's the Patriots, and it's like, to me, Kay, I'll be honest. I know I'm going to get killed you from the New England. Yeah. I'm just kind of fatigued by it. Like, it's the same team. It's the same guys. I know there's different players. Do you remember
4: being fatigued? Like, did you have Jordan fatigue in the 90s? Like, the nope. six championships in eight years. I didn't never either, but I'm from fatigue.
3: Chicago. I'm asking somebody outside. No, Nate, you said because no. because there was always a new contender. Like, they never
4: repeated. Yeah, Kobe so fatigue. Was the Patriots, though, there, too, right? there was Kobe fatigue. For sure, there's Kobe fatigue. Was there? Some of that was Kobe's personality and his off the off the court stuff, you know. But you're saying Patriots fatigue because I don't have it at all. I to, love it
2: to like the new shiny thing, Peter. And like you built, you don't like building. You don't like Home Depot. You built the bus that drives the hype train sure. for the Falcons, and you've definitely influenced. I think the four of us and yeah. we're on board with you. Like I don't even. What week was it that we were talking about the basketball story?
3: That was like week eleven. Week mm. eleven, right? Yeah. And
2: you were. We were all. I mean, I'm. It's so alluring. And I understand the fatigue. It's a but shiny object. It's, but it's new. Of course. But, but it's still the Patriots. Like, I I on this
5: know. show, on GMFB, we talked about it. We talked about the Patriots. We talked about underappreciated storylines. And on more than one occasion, we've talked about the Patriots' success and even Tom Brady. And we try to remind the football world, okay, we might be fatigued a little bit by the success of this organization, we might even be fatigued by Tom Brady seem, seeming like he's, it's the he's best breaking records out there. every Tom year. What's Brady, the best
2: story? Him be, them doing it again, him getting five, him it's getting awesome. more than anybody in NFL history. I think they don't get enough him credit. getting after one after being suspended, that's the best story you could have, right? I think they don't have, get enough
5: credit, right? and, and I'm, I'm upset that Bill Belichick doesn't get consideration for coach of the year. They just write them off because oh they're good again. And you got to have these, these circumstances or you're a new coach, you got a new guy, your quarterback goes down. All these different things and all these different reasons why they give it to different coaches in different places. But like why why couldn't you give it to Bill Belichick? How, why couldn't you give him coach of the year when he had uh Garoppolo and Brissett out there? He loses and, that's Gronk. Fine. Let's loses leave, Gronk like let's leave coach I'm of mad the year. about that. That's fine.
2: Can the Falcons beat the Patriots.
5: Yes, 100%. And you guys
2: are – this is going to be like a close game in your this opinion? Is, we're recording
3: this on Tuesday before Super Bowl week, and I think without a doubt I'm taking the Falcons to win this game.
4: You know what's funny? We had Eric Coleman on the show today, and we <laughs> asked him who you like in the game. He's like, yeah, i got to think about it for a little while. I don't know if just got my time in. Monday morning we were already calling our shot, and Kay and I were talking about the Patriots, and mm-hmm. Peter was all about the Falcons – I, to me, this was easy. The second the Patriots won, I'm like, oh, they're winning this whole thing. So yeah.
3: to you, because yeah. you and I were looking at an article online today, Dan Shaughnessy's article. The Boston and, and Globe. And this you was having, a great... I laughed my ass this. off.
4: What? So Dan Shaughnessy, the Boston Hammers, written for the Boston Globe forever. I didn't even read the whole thing. I didn't need to. His headline was basically like, Getting ready for a Super Bowl against Atlanta, and his point, like, how can we get fired up to play Atlanta? It's not like we're beating Dallas or Green Bay, Rogers, the Cowboys. Oh, that's that was good. his tone. That was hilarious. That, it was tone, and this is a very Dan. The Falcons aren't thing. good enough to beat. Yeah, I think it's like it's not necessarily even the team. It's like the market and the prestige. Just like, he said he the, was word, putting them the word. The word was meh. Yeah, he's like the Falcons, M-E-H, meh. And I laughed at it because it's such a you know a quote unquote as troll. much as we're hyping
3: up Atlanta, yes. there really isn't much history or tradition in the rivalry or in the team as the, much as we like the Deion rivalry Sanders. in the
4: team is not sexy but the this team itself the players I think that are extremely sexy, sexy, sexy as hell exactly right Just not sexy offense and I'll it, be uh, NC-17 I'm, I
2: think the Patriots <laughs> have 17. a good chance to win it based off yeah. of experience and coaching and all of that but I, they're so trim, so boring the Patriots yes they're so tell they're me running the, flea flickers tell me and stuff me the, no yeah. I think that they're I think it's a boring offense I think it's a boring team. It's funny. They're so so closed up.
5: I don't think so anymore. That's the fatigue
2: that I have. You're right.
5: I don't think think they're boring um, as much as they used to be. Initially, a week ago, I said it was before the championship round of games, I said that it's going to be the Falcons versus the Patriots. Was that that your gut? That was my gut. And I said that the the Falcons will beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Now that we're here... There's a little bit of me that's swing because of the experience and the genius and the play calling defensively and offensively of the Patriots. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll make a different decision. My gut usually tells me one thing closer to the game, so I'll see what happens then. Either way, I do feel like it's going to be the best game of the postseason. It could be one of the better Super Bowls of all time. And to get back to uh, the, you know, the Falcons being meh and uh, people kind of not being excited about this game, I've been there before as a as an athlete. Not making the postseason or not making it to the Super Bowl, and then having my own Super Bowl party at my house, and I'm like, ah, oh, these two teams or whatever. Uh-huh. But I'm always entertained. It's the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, we're spoiled because we want the ultimate storyline, the ultimate rivalry, Brady the versus ultimate Rogers, game, the ultimate awesome. history, want well, all that. But you're not going to get that every year. And the reason you didn't get it this year is because the two best teams made it. So I, I just say, shut up and enjoy some great football for all the fans that are saying, "Well, I'm tired of seeing the Patriots or who are the Falcons." No. Listen. Just break down the numbers. Look at what these teams have done to get here, and appreciate that this is going to be
4: very entertaining. Kyle, I
5: mean, it, I very entertaining. Care,
2: I don't care who wins at all. I just want a great game. Yeah, that's True.
3: what I was wondering. Wow. Kyle, does it feel a little bit like Broncos, Falcons, or Chargers, Forty Nine ers? Where you've got this amazing team, amazing quarterback, and then some kind of team that just like backed its way in? On like, this? who is this? Yes, yeah. you're right. You're, Remember
5: this, Chicago, Indy. Like yeah, it was Rex, Rex Grossman. Versus Peyton yeah, but you're Chicago right.
3: was like I believe the one seed in that one. I, this okay, team but it was Rex Grossman. This no, you Atlanta right. is. And, and, nice. and Rex came out with me.
5: He's a friend of mine. What do you mean, I've seen, the, got perception the best was wide receiver Rex in the, in the league. League. I
3: know. I just feel like the San Diego Stan Humphreys. They they shock the Steve Steelers right. and they get in and it's like all right, they have no shot. Like this, from a franchise thing, the Broncos were the Broncos, and then they came in the Falcons. You knew the Falcons, even though they were fifteen and one and the dirty yeah, Broncos team was so good. Broncos does this and I think the Patriots versus the Panthers was another example of that. Like it's like the Panthers, and that was actually a great game. The
4: Jake Delon Panthers. You yeah, mentioned. and it was
3: like that's actually a great game. But this one, it has a little bit of that feel, like everyone's talking like, in their heads. It's Patriots, and then okay, I mean, all right, the Falcons, all right, fine, that's the NFC's team, all right. But back to the Patriots.
4: Yeah, but I think those people, and I used to be one of them. I'm a Cumber. I used to get caught up in the Falcons' reputation and what they haven't done, and that all those teams in the past, and they got their ass kicked by the Broncos in the Super Bowl. I've converted. This is not those Falcons. This is not the boring Atlanta team that never wins anything. They have the best offense, they have incredible players, they have the best receiver. If you're still thinking that Atlanta is bland and they're just going to show up and get their ass kicked by the Patriots, I guarantee you have not watched them
2: play. I also think if you have sort of have to have short-term memory when it comes to the defense with the Falcons. If you look at what they were doing through, what, like Week 10? you right. You think they're a bad defense. They're really not. And what they did this past week against Aaron Rodgers, that's, like, that's the short-term memory that we need to have and about this defense and that play calling and this one up against Brady.
3: And all the points they gave up in those games were like garbage time. So, you, you know, the I got killed on Pro Football Focus a couple of weeks ago because I went on Colin Coward and I was like, they've got one of the best defenses in the league and you wouldn't know it by the numbers – because in the fourth quarter, they give up garbage touchdowns when they're up. You don't want to mess with Pro Football Focus. They and know the, their numbers. And the stack guys came at me and they're like, they've got a 27th ranked you know, scoring defense. And I, go, I wrote back to one of them. I said, do it Hey, an Poindexter. Hey, Poindexter. Get out of the. No, <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> hey, Collinsworth. Um, and I said, hey, look at the analysis of the. And then one of them got back at me. I think his name was Scott Karasik. I don't know. He's on PFF. He back. He's like, you actually make a good point against the Niners and the Rams. They go up 14 points in the fourth Ooh. quarter. Like, that's what it is. The the, the Packers were down thirty one nothing. That's the important fact. The fact that the Packers ended up scoring how many right. points they
4: did yeah. did not matter. They had to. They're just it was garbage. It. Right. You know the thing we've talked the thing we've talked about too with this game, the tradition, I okay, came, I know you've been into it, of the number one offense versus the number one defense. And I remember we we talked about this game a lot. That AFC championship last year, Patriots, Broncos, and I was working for Rome at the time and we did a thing on the pregame show where we needed to like make our pick, like who are we gonna throw in with? And yeah, we're discussing it, like, you know, who do we like? You know, he was asking for my input, and I'm like, you know, this Broncos defense is not a joke. And this number one defense, you don't mess with them there at home. And he was just, he was sticking to the Patriots. And it, you, there's a tendency to do that because you see Brady, and you see Belichick, and they're so good. And they had Gronk then. It's like, let's just ride the Patriots. They're the best coach. They're the best quarterback. It doesn't work that way. That number one defense thing is not a joke. But and that this Broncos time, defense, the defense,
2: no, that Broncos you defense, you cannot compare last year's Broncos defense to this year's Patriots defense. Well, statistically, right? I mean, ranking them in context. No, right, like Von yes. Miller was
4: like one a, a machine, right. but the idea that they don't have a shutdown. They don't have a
2: shutdown defense. No,
4: it's not apples to apples. I'm just you saying like, p- the when you pick this game. I've learned go with the number one defense. It's another reason it's why I like, they have the best 5 quarterback the last ever. Last
2: six between first number thing. one scoring, and it's
4: sort of nerdy and sort of PFF, but it's true. Yeah. It works. I would
3: almost say you go with Belichick is what you're saying. You go with the game plan of the defense. You go with the the brain of Belichick, with a defensive mastermind with Matt Patricia, over the amazing brain of Kyle Shanahan. Like there's a chess match at play here. Wade Phillips. Got the best of Mike Shula and the Panthers last week, last mm-hmm. year, because they didn't think to have a fullback blocking or to have anyone right. shipping on Von Miller and he blew up the game. That was a chess match. Wade Phillips wins. I think for the most part, it's a chess match between defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator. And in the rare case of the Patriots, as much as Matt Patricia's the guy and we at Belichick, still is the one who's mm-hmm. behind it all, the mastermind. So can you top Bill Belichick and only. One offensive coordinator has done it in the Super Bowl the last few years, and it's Kevin Gilbride. You know, and, it, and it hasn't been with a light-up offense. It's mm-hmm. been with the fact that the Giants have been able to hold the Patriots down.
5: You know we haven't talked about, and we'll probably get into this a little bit more over the next 10 or so days, is the experience versus the youth. Like, you look at all the teams that play well this year. You look at the postseason. And now you look at these two teams that are in the Super Bowl. There's not an overwhelming amount of young guys. You know, you know some of these young teams that are built, and you think, oh, yeah, these guys are – The Atlanta
3: defensive backs are all rookies and second-year guys.
5: Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about, like, the core players yes. that have made plays for these teams. When you think about the Patriots, it's Tom legarrette Blunt, mm-hmm. Martellus Bennett, even Deion Lewis. Edelman. Edelman. Guys that have been there offensively. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Sanu. Even mm-hmm. Taylor Gabriel has been in the league for quite some time. Like, it, it, there's something about experience that gets you there and kind of bodes you well. And I bring that up to say this. And I'll I'll let you guys answer this because I'm not sure. Is there a chance that um, one of these teams has a player or two or three or maybe four or five that the bright lights are too big? I mean, we talked to we talked to we heard from Ben Roethlisberger and he came out and said it. I feel like the moment was too big for some of my guys. It's the Super Bowl. Do you believe that the moment could be too big for anybody on this team?
3: I think I said that Atlanta defensive backfield. If the ish starts hitting the fan early and the Patriots get two quick touchdowns, and you've got Keanu Neal and Poole and Jalen Collins and uh, Ricardo Allen. And then McDaniels
5: really gets to open up the playbook. And
3: they're first and second year guys, and they're swimming in it. And yes, that's possible.
4: Look what happened to Pittsburgh, and they're not that young. I mean, they got lost. And they also weren't
2: under all the bright lights of the world for two weeks out of their Mm -hmm. routine with a... Even just halftime, halftime's like what three times minutes, as long. Right. Like they're minutes. not used to that. Like if we're talking about creatures of habit. You know that yeah. better than anybody. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a huge, huge difference maker. Tom Brady, twenty four playoff wins, and seven Ryan, three,
3: seven different Super Bowl half times where he's like, all right, what's my routine in halftime? Right. Yeah. So like I it, said, he
2: just they take out the binder that says Super Bowl, they dust it off, go <laughs> off the dust, <laughs> I, and they're like, I all read right, something. here's what we're doing today. Here's the itinerary. Where right. you know Dan Quinn has been there, but you know they're gonna have to. They, the team hasn't.
5: Thomas played, I think, like nine full seasons after the age of, like, 30 or something Who did like this? Tom, Brady. It's, 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 I might be a little off, but it's, he, after the age of 30, he's played nine full. He's 39. NFL yeah. Well, he's also season. played yeah,
4: 32 playoff games or 33, which is another two full another seasons. Two full, it's crazy. What I'm thinking about, too, when you, especially when you talk about the inexperience, that secondary and then the Atlanta offense, is there any chance that this Super Bowl is just a huge blowout? Either way, because we've been really spoiled over the last decade. The games have been good, with the exception, I think, of Denver-Seattle, right, right. which got out of hand fast. Mm. So many games have been so good. I remember being a kid. Every year the Super Bowl sucked. Those Cowboys ones, the, yeah. the Niners-Chargers won. It was the, always an awful game. Yeah. And now I feel like we're in this heyday of golden Super Bowls coming down to the last play in the one-yard line. And with these offenses, I wonder if this one could get out of hand. I, I'm worried that it will, too. I would, don't you, know would you way.
3: consider Packers-Falcons uh, a blowout? I did.
4: Packers, Falcons. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, of course.
3: And yeah, what about, st- about Steelers-Patriots? Yes, Patriots? both.
4: Absolutely. So, yeah. it's, well, we're in the middle of the worst playoff postseason ever, right? I, I mean, we got yeah. Cowboys-Packers was great, and pretty much every other That's game has it. been terrible. So I don't think this way.
5: is going to go that way. I, I I feel like this is two evenly matched teams, and not from a skill set, because if you're going skilled on paper, you might say that Atlanta has the advantage. But from a play-calling standpoint, everything balancing itself uh, out, this is an evenly matched game.
3: Okay, I want to talk about Chris Hogan. Mm-hmm. So I, as a guy on a television
4: show...
2: I for, really don't, so go on. Yeah, for, <laughs> so fired up. For three
3: hours, for five five days a week, for three hours, and we're talking about one game, we've already, we're through Tuesday, we've mentioned Hogan's name 20 times, mentioned the fact he played lacrosse 40 times. I, it's an interesting balance of emptying the clip, so to say, and, and emptying the bucket of... of Minutia and you know you're looking for storylines super bowl right so before
2: you go down this whatever how many minutes do you want to spend on him just know that his stat line for the super bowl is probably going to be less than 50 yards no
3: maybe he might he he was the key factor in the afc championship
2: that's fine so 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 is somebody different every week right jonas gray exactly this could be somebody else's it could be floyd it could be it could be crickets chris (laughs) crickets Hogan.
3: I like that. No more 7-Eleven. But basically, my thing is with you guys, we're 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 going to be the show that takes the piss out of the fact that he played lacrosse. But yet, on other networks and on other shows, they're going to treat it really earnestly. Like, hey, FYI, you don't know this. He actually played lacrosse. So,
4: yeah, How did the ha- skills translate from lacrosse? Is it his cutting ability? Is it, I mean, so how do we balance
3: seriously? being our usual smart-ass self? And also, you know, actually previewing the game and knowing that the fan, actually there might be someone out there who doesn't know (laughs) that he played lacrosse. Is there anybody who
4: doesn't know that at this point? I don't know either. Well, look, we've talked about a couple things. One – we are already so annoyed by the lacrosse thing, and this plays into the larger thing we do on the show, which is GMFB Bingo. Which is such a great. The, the Thanksgiving Antonio Gates played such basketball. The Antonio, the Thanksgiving was great from our family to yours. A very happy. We've Thanksgiving. got
2: to bring that back for Super Bowl. Hundred percent.
4: So the Chris, uh, the Chris Hogan played lacrosse is the ultimate fact. We get it. We get it. It's the new Antonio Gates played basketball. So we've thought about getting an actual lacrosse stick and putting it almost like a swear jar in the middle of our breakfast yeah. table. And if you make any passing reference whatsoever to lacrosse or Chris Hogan playing it. You got to chip in. Yeah. You know, today we had a couple of them. Eric Coleman would have chipped in. Yeah, you're
2: in the hole, bud. <laughs> I'm in
4: the hole big time. I yeah. mean, I'm in the red. So, I, and I'm fine with that. I may just put in a hundred and just be done for the <laughs> Super Bowl. Um, so we'll do that, and I think we'll talk about lacrosse Julian culture Alman a little bit. Julian was a
2: quarterback. There was Julian two on Adam that team that are <laughs> just glaring. <laughs> right.
4: Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about uh, lax culture a little bit and uh, lax bros and what they wear and what they do because the la- lacrosse has never been bigger. I think than it will be the next two weeks ever. For so sure. we'll do a
5: little of that. You know. Kay, you said something that he might have less than 50 yards, and there's a huge part of me that agrees that it's going to be somebody else.
2: But James I mean, White, yeah, 150 James, yards. Yeah, right, exactly. I'm not Super yeah, Bowl MVP. You never
5: know. You're 28 Amendola. Yeah, like you don't. know. It could be a guy he has that he's not yet to
2: her. make his clutch play of the year, and he's. Yeah, goes yeah I guarantee there's a trick the play post. with his
5: name on it. But here's the thing, though. It's like it's it's the ultimate chess match with McDaniel's and the Patriots because. What if they're assuming? I know this is going to sound a little convoluted. What if they're assuming that the Falcons are assuming that uh-huh. Chris Hogan will be the guy again? Sure. So they're, they're assuming that we're not going to use them as much. Guess what? We're going to use them even more. Yeah. yeah, you know when you play rock paper scissors, I'm
4: like Nate's going to throw rock, yeah. so I got to throw paper. But he knows I'm going to think he's going to throw rocks, exactly. So That's throw what a I'm saying. <laughs> right. So is,
5: is, will Chris Hogan be in the game plan again? Like could, two weeks later, like we're using him in trick plays, and he's running up the seam, and there's going to be plays designed to go to him. It's like the double negative. Double they negative. Think, yes. Or will they do the Patriot way right. and just say we're not going to use you? And we're going to use. Don't never else. think
4: we throw rock two times in a
5: row. Let's do it because <laughs> they it. know they're going to. He's rock two times in a row. Right. That's it. I don't know. I literally don't know. We should
4: all pick one like obscure, not obscure, semi-obscure player. who's James Devlin. James Devlin. Like I'm going to pick Matthew Slater is going to be the, the no. We the should Super fantasy we should.
2: Super Bowl. Yeah, like Ooh.
4: MVP. I'm talking about to be MVP. Oh. So just take for a both sides fly, of the ball. Both sides. Oh, Brady's going to yeah. win yeah. In a matter for, um, No, because that's not for the Falcons
5: and the Patriots. We should do that.
4: You know, Larry Brown won the Super Bowl MVP, not Brady. Deion It can happen. Brand won it with Brady. So we should pick one. We shall see who's right because I like this. I like I, I, your pick is. I'm looking Mr. forward White. to
2: over the next two weeks being convinced that the Falcons could defeat the Patriots.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, if they put up 50 points, they'll win. If they put up 40 points, they'll win. If they put up 35 points, I think they can win. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. If they average 33 points a game, and I don't think the Patriots necessarily. And they held can, their
5: opponents to 20.
3: Yeah, and the Patriots are grind out team. Patriots aren't a let's let's have a foot race. I mean, let's go inside a dome and just throw the ball around. But the Falcons can grind it out too. The Falcons, that's something we haven't necessarily seen. Them Mm -hmm. play a tight game where they won. I mean, usually they win running away with these bombs. I'm going to
2: pick Martell Spenner as my my guy. I like that. It's not
3: a bad pick. He had a three-touchdown game this season. I think Marty B is going to have a weird week at the media. Yeah? Yeah. I think That's everyone awesome. in the Belichick the KB world KB brought it up. From Chad Johnson to Randy Moss has has played the company line and just gone straight and narrow. I think Marty B is a brand guy. I don't think he's selfish, but I think he knows that this is his moment as well. And and I and I'd be interested to see if he plays he plays it right down the middle this I week. I
5: agree he's a brand guy, but he's not a guy that talks about no, I didn't his say brands negative. as often. I feel like he's just an extremely transparent and unapologetic apologetic individual again
3: i don't want this to come off negatively no
5: no no it's not no i
3: am saying he is also so self-aware that he knows this is a huge moment for him personally and his yeah. family Peter, there's
4: a lot of money to be made there's the a lot of money weeks.
3: to be made to being the star of super bowl week how
4: many commercials has Marshawn lynch gotten from his performances in the media incredible a lot he's no, showing right. up on sitcoms a that comes that's a good sitcoms, point like from, from, from not talking about the that, way. Way. that comes from
2: i think the opposite i think bright his bright persona his persona of really i
3: don't talk to the media i'm quiet i like skittles
5: no you're right it's a good point. I think about So it like
3: Marty that. B is looking at this, coming into this week, saying... Were you
2: at Media Day that day that, yeah. that Marshall... And yeah, I had to talk talk? to Michael
3: Robinson as yeah. a translator. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Stupidest crap right. in my life. <laughs> I'm sitting there. Everyone's telling me how smart Marshawn Lynch is. He won't even talk to me. Like, I can't. I can't tell you how smart he is. Like, he's not talking to me, and that's
4: kind of the deal. Turned out he's
5: pretty damn smart. He's very smart. <laughs> well, look, he's very wearing
4: smart. t-shirts from that stuff. I'm about that action boss. He got multiple. He's got a beast phrases.
3: mode
5: store in in Oakland. He did Skittles. He did
3: Conan. All that oh. stuff. So I look at Gronk as last year as like the guy who like embraced it and became you know two years ago he was the party guy and everyone loved it and meet yo soy Gronk
2: summer of Gronk yeah. summer
4: of
3: Gronk he and he wrote a book and the Gronk whole deal
4: also an Institutionalized Patriot. He's always been with the Patriots right out of college. Marty B is like a wild card. He's yeah. been with three different teams. He's Johnny come lately. And we see the things he keeps popping up with this season are always fun, reverend, talking about his kids. I think he's gonna promote himself. The imagination,
3: creation. Like again, hilarious quote. Great guy. Go- yes. Patriots want you to be Straight and narrow. I've never heard Julian Edelman say anything. Amendola, they don't say, like, hilarious things. So all these cameras are going to be on Martellus Bennett. You're going to have all the late-night shows. You're telling me he's going to resist and say, uh, you know, let's do our job?
2: No. But you can't tell me he's going to say something that's inflammatory.
3: Um, not inflammatory. He, I don't think, think he's going get... to, like, incite anything, but I think there he might – he might go outside the dotted lines of what Belichick probably expects, which is
2: great. He might just be fun to listen to, like he's that been was, all season. Yeah. That's what all I think it's going. Chris to be. Chris
3: Long's another one. He's he's yeah. a free spirit. He says what he wants. Again, I don't. I'm not saying anything negative. I just think there's going to be a lot of spotlight and attention. Here's to, to anybody on the Patriots who steps out of the line yeah. and says things that really are on their mind.
2: If so, I we, agree. we've all been to the Super Bowl. What well, if we were to build like a survival kit or like a? Oh, good a, question. You know, a how to survive Super Bowl week guide. What would you guys throw on that list?
5: Right out the gate, as soon as you get there, you got to get water as a Gatorade. You got to just keep in them your in your room. room. And I'm not talking about the little ones. You go get the jugs and you keep those things right by your bed. If you're going to work, Throughout the day, you're going to need to hydrate. If you're going to party throughout the night, you're going to hydrate. So that's my first Hydrate. I love
3: it. I'm going to give you my commandment. Don't overcommit. So not that we're such popular people, but don't say I'm going to do this party and this party in one night because you will find yourself in a taxi cab for two hours in the middle of it, or you'll be texting someone and they'll be waiting for you. Yeah. And you're outside the club, and might be different for Nate, Kay, and Kyle, but for Peter Schrager outside the club, it ain't the easiest thing to just come strolling right in. So pick one place, get there early, and just kind of get comfortable if you're yeah, going to go out absolutely. at night. I don't think you need to commit to three different parties and see I Taylor agree. Swift at three different events.
4: Mm. I have not done a lot of partying in the Super Bowl. Where I've done my best hop-nobbing is in hotel gyms, hotel fitness centers. Great you walk call. in there, that everybody's is, in there. That
2: is legitimately the opposite of my rule. That's all right. so funny. No, they're
4: all, I, I, I've worked out gi- next to Jim Nance. How about Peter Schrager Nance. in Denver? Peter Schrager, I walk in, this guy's spinning. He's watching a spinning class on his phone, <laughs> sweating like crazy. <laughs> you're Peter lying. Peter, you're right. <laughs> I'll get you in a little bit. <laughs> Like going to have a championship kidding? last yeah, year. Tracy Wolfson's in the next room on the elliptical. <laughs> They're all in the fitness center. That's where I do my networking. My, my first thing
2: out. is find a gym outside of the hotel, oh. outside of the area. I want privacy. And I you want, what like, you will pay a an
4: stuff. extra,
3: like, yeah, yeah, to go to LA like Fitness f- for I'll a week? Pay,
2: I'll pay 50 bucks to, to go to some like then you great get to work out next team. to Adam Shine, then. Adam no, Shine! No, nobody's there. It's quiet. Kay Adams! It's absolutely. I don't want to be in the same. What's up, Kay? Working out next to any of you guys. You guys crazy? No way. That's. Like Who's better than you? No. <laughs> and that flight home is always such a disaster because there's like, you're so sick of everybody, and all you do is see everybody that you were with all week or that you didn't want to see all week because they're always on your airplane. You know what's funny? I love everyone, by the way. Those everyone flights home are you.
4: great. Yeah, she, Kay loves you, way she wants to work out next to uh-huh. all of you. We, I always have done the thing where we fly back either on Friday afternoon or on Sunday morning. And it's you it's me and Rome walking on the airport. and It's, it's kind of weird that you're not at the game and not being there. The same thing every time. You're walking towards your gate and there's people arriving wearing Seahawks or Steelers gear. Yeah. And they always say the thing, same thing. Hey, Rome, you're going the wrong way, man. The game is this way. And he's got his head <laughs> over his thing. I love getting the hell out of town before the game because it's like before the real ruckus starts in oh, the traffic. Yeah. And I'm so excited.
3: Key. So this year, I, I don't know if I'm spoiling it or not, but all three of you guys are going to be playing a role in that NFL Honors show. But... I, I'm going to be working on the post-game, so I'm not doing it, but I'm going to be in the stands for NFL honors watching and enjoying it. But you guys all have separate roles. I think what? we will,
2: too. I think we're all sitting together at this show. Are we? Show. Okay,
3: I thought you guys were working it as I don't know.
4: I honestly don't know. I, I, maybe you guys know more than me. Maybe we should edit this out, then. I mean, no, <laughs> but look, we're, we know we'll be part of it. We just don't know necessarily what we're doing because we're like, 12 I'm days so, away. I'm yeah, I so think I'm on so a red carpet. Are, are we going to have so like when a meet-up
2: down there with people that watch the show, maybe?
4: Like a tweet-up sort of Like a
3: meet-and-greet?
2: Why not?
3: I'm down with it. I used to joke because uh, Peter King at the Combine every year does a tweet up and he says, Anyone come to the Sun Brewery, whatever it is.
2: I just and, feel like we love and, Mexican food. Why and not?
3: Hundreds of football fans come and Pete Prisco United to say, Sure. Hey, we're going to have a meetup at the bathroom in the Indianapolis airport. Who wants to meet <laughs> <like this?" laughs> <laughs> Airport oh bathrooms are the worst. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what people that. are
4: doing in there. I don't know what they ate on their flight. There, oh my there God. might be nothing
3: more ego deflating than us saying, Hey, let's have a tweet up and no one's showing. So maybe yeah. we avoid the tweet up. Yeah. yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. No, I, no, look, but maybe if they show up, it's a cool thing to do. Yeah. That's true. I'm into it. Tweet up yeah. Yeah. if they don't show up just act like it never happened just erase the, right. erase the tweet
5: tweet.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, any other things we should add to that are we done and do we want to do a blind item gentlemen
4: i think burleson said he was up to bat oh uh blind item blind item means a celebrity story you've been around them you've witnessed them hung out with them and you don't ever reveal who it is because maybe it's not the most flattering story Something for that you saw. until celebrity. we get off the air and all stop right.
2: recording and then we immediately find out who yeah. it was. okay
5: this yeah, all right it's a blind item so it's kind of like a action movie, all right, with a little bit of drama involved. It's just quite intense. Okay. okay. Um, if it's too much, then we can edit it out. No, all right, so. I like it already, oh, Nate. Oh. Look, so I'm playing for one of the teams that I played for, and a friend of mine is a guy who, let's say, you know, the women love. Okay. And, and he uh, loves the women. and <laughs> So it's a mutual love. Yeah, yes, yeah, a mutual love. So he's in a, in a relationship with – it's very beautiful girl. I mean, she was she was hot topic. And come to find out, she was already in a relationship with somebody that my teammate had knew. I'm talking about was friends with, I'm talking about personal friends with went to their wedding together.
4: Nate, I'm trying so hard not to start guessing names. I'm okay, okay, okay. okay got... <laughs> so
5: if you can kind of get that dynamic yeah, right yeah. now. No, so Ontario already, Smith works. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. So on they're now. already broken up. Hasn't he been through enough? Period? They're already broken up. But the guy finds out that, you know, the my my teammate is talking to his girl. You know, you can, but it's not
3: his girl. It's his friend's girl.
5: It's No, no. It's. Yeah, but it's his friend's ex-girl, ex-wife. Mm, okay. Okay, Okay. cool. Friend's but ex-wife. They, he went to their wedding, though. So it's a little bit different. Like this number one guy rule, don't date my girl. D- definitely don't date my ex-wife. Definitely don't do the do with my ex-wife. So anyway, th- <laughs> the, this whole time, he's friends with the guy. So he's doing this behind his back. Okay. Now okay, it, gets, now it gets tricky.
3: He didn't know about it. Now it gets good.
5: <laughs> now they're out, out <laughs> downtown. Partying. No city named. Downtown. Right? <laughs>
3: it's downtown. Main, they're on Main my Street. Teammate. Just downtown on Maple Avenue. <laughs> they're on, they're on <laughs> Main
5: my, Street. My Elm. teammate <laughs> leaves the club, hops in the car, headed home after a long night of kicking it. Car pulls up behind him. He's like, what's this car doing? It's a little close to me, whatever. He hits the gas, car hits the gas. He switches the lane, car switches the lane. He gets off when I exit, get back on the freeway. He's got a car tail. Does the same thing. He has a tail, just like a movie. Gets in a tunnel. <laughs> Narrows and down some of the cities. Narrows <laughs> down some of the cities. Was it called the Holland Tunnel? The window of the car telling him comes down. He doesn't see a face. They're both driving like 50 miles per hour. Yeah. Doesn't see a face. Maybe faster. Doesn't hear music. Doesn't hear voices. He sees a shiny object that shoots bullets. Yeah, it just got real. Whoa. Okay. It yeah. turns to a real serious situation. Now, nobody dies, but there were shots fired. What? Crazy. Okay. Long story short, I don't. It wasn't the the husband. It wasn't the guy, but the husband's friend. Somebody, one of his cohorts, had kind of heard and was like, yeah,
2: "One of his cohorts. We're
5: gonna find out where this guy goes, and we're gonna send him a message. And the message was almost death. So I'll leave my blind atom right there. Long story short. Don't sleep with friends.
4: <laughs>
5: oh, unbelievable! It's a crazy
4: story. Is that a good story? So Nate, someone's sleeping with somebody's friends. You're in a city. There's shots fired, and there's a limo. It's yeah. an yeah. ASOS I would w- <laughs> think <laughs> about it. So
5: story that crazy because
3: a story is, is, crazy, uh, story is t- uh, t- uh, tried and true. Yeah. Right? Is this true. a movie
5: starring Vin Diesel? In the, uh, it the rock? sounds like it. It was what? that's how we heard about it in the locker room, and I was like, "Are you serious?" All that happened, and then we go out after work is done, and, you know, you head home, you hop in your car, and you peek, obviously, at the vehicle, and you see, like, a few ding, 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 bullet holes, and you're oh like, I God. guess the story is true. And then a couple of days later, the vehicle's gone. It's like, oh, I got to get the rims changed. like, no, you don't. You got to get the <laughs> bullet holes You got to get the girl out of your life. Covered up. Yeah, yeah right? so... So what uh, happened?
3: Did they end up happily ever
5: after? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I did. like
3: a good love story. Yeah, <laughs> no,
5: no. There was no happily ever after on that one. So that's a blind item, kind of intense, but you yeah, put on, me on the spot. Yeah. And on
2: that wedding. note, we're going to leave it there. <laughs> it's wow. Uh, we'll be down in Houston. If you guys are down there, headed down there, tweet us hashtag GMFB. We'll uh, we'd love for you guys to come to the show. That is a possible thing that you can do. So if you tweet us, we'll let you know how you do that. We'll see yeah. you. Say bye, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.